Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome to Convert Central. We are a group of converts from Singapore focused on sharing convert experiences and lessons to benefit both born Muslims and converts alike. If you have anyone in your life trying to find their path back in Islam, do share our podcasts with them and have a discussion about the stories told by our fellow brothers and sisters. Do follow us on Spotify and send your feedback via our Instagram page at Convert Central. Welcome back to Convert Central. Alhamdulillah. So we are down to our third episode of our shower series. So today we are also very, very blessed to have three of our guests from our previous episodes to come down to share their reflections on Ramadan. And subsequently, in the next episode, we'll have a chit-chat session with them. So uh, the three guests that we have here are Brother Brian, uh, Br- brother, Brian brother Ibrahim, uh, Brother Yusuf Ali and Sister Ashalina. So we will take turns also again to give a short introduction of ourselves for the benefit of those who have not watched our episodes yet. So inshallah, they can you can pick their interest so that they can go to watch our episodes also, and uh, also give them some context on how we came to Islam lah. So I, I will start of course. So I'm I'm, I'm the host. I'm Kevin Sidik Lim. Uh, the, I I came into Islam about two years ago under the uh, influence and also guidance of my friend that I met in JC. So, uh, the, the, uh, subsequently we separated and the separation really brought me closer towards uh, Islam as a faith. So, that's me. Okay, so, uh, who is going to go first? Anyone wants to go first? Uh, assalamu, assalamu alaikum. My name is Ibrahim. That's my Muslim name. My Muslim name is Brian. So, I'm 21 years old this year and I'm going to... Actually, I'm currently serving NS now. And in September, I'll be going to SUTD. Uh, I came into Islam a few friends that I met overseas and then they piqued my interest about the religion and then when I came back to Singapore I went to Darul, Ar- Darul Arkham to find out more so from then on I became Muslim because of um, the people that I met at Dar- Darul Arkham and what they showed me of the religion Alhamdulillah okay that's so that's brother Ibrahim Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. and uh, I've known brother Ibrahim for close to you know I think close to a year now uh, last June we met, so uh, it's been it's been a long time, and uh, we are we've seen each other grow as Muslims. All right, maybe Brother Ali would like to go next. Yeah, Alhamdulillah, Assalamualaikum. My name is uh, Brother Ali. I think uh, I see some of my friends here, like Brother Siddiq, Sister Ali, Sister Asha, and all. Good to meet all of you. Uh, so yeah, I embraced Islam when I was fifteen years old. That was uh, twelve years ago. So you should be able to guess my age now. I am 27 and I am currently working with uh, Darul Arkham, the Muslim Convert Association of Singapore. Yeah, I think that is enough for a brief introduction about myself and looking forward to know more uh, all of you, inshallah. Thank you. Inshallah. Alhamdulillah. Okay. Then uh, last but not least is Ashalina. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh, everyone. And um, I have been a Muslim for... Officially 10 years, non-officially 12 years, yeah. So, yeah, I think when, when I converted, I, I, already, I already saw Brother Ali. So, yeah, so, so yeah, he was there in Dara Kam running errands, uh, running the end day stuff and all. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, I'm currently working as a, a intern care teacher uh, and I'm also taking my uh, the specialized diploma diploma in child psychology and educational psychology inshallah i'll be uh, graduating next year and also i'm taking my certificate in sharia studies yeah 
Thank you. Mashallah, mashallah. Okay, uh, yeah, brother Ali is the face of many operations. Uh, if you if you are convert most likely, or you know, you'll be knowing brother Ali. So moving on to Ramadan reflections. Uh, so, uh, all of you guys have been here with we are within our Ramadan series. So some of you guys first week, some of you guys second week, some of you guys last week. You know, and uh, dif- at different parts times of Ramadan, we have managed to catch you. And to get you to share, uh, you know your thoughts on Ramadan and how the changes are this year. So, which is why we want to catch you again uh, after Ramadan to check out with how your Ramadan went. And uh, you know, is in Islam, we always focus on the on the ending. You know, and 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 whether we had a husnu khatima, a good ending, or or not so much lah. Yeah. So, um, let, let's start with like okay, let's start with going to the beginning first. You know, coming to Ramadan. Uh, what are what were some of your goals? You know, like for this Ramadan, especially you know it's a special Ramadan. It was it's circuit breaker, so uh, I just want to know, like, uh, do, do you guys have any goals, or or for you guys was really like, okay, let's see what this Ramadan brings me because it's a very new experience. So uh, I guess uh we can start with uh oh I just also wanted to mention that this is a very good mix because we have uh two mus uh two mualaf who are you know. 10 to 12 years already and uh, we have also two malaf for only less than two years or, or, or just two and a half at most so very very good mix today uh so I, i'm 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 just you know just a thought of my mind i I'm, i'm guessing the ones who are older and more experienced can start first with their goals well, ali you like to go first no sister aisha please uh, <laughs> i don't want to be <laughs> in the spotlight always yeah people might switch off the uh the podcast upon hearing my voice so it's better you go ahead first <laughs> Inshallah, inshallah, inshallah. Okay. Uh, my goals in the beginning was um, I wanted to be able to remember some surahs of the Quran, and 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 I realized that I actually uh, memorized uh, one of the verses in the Quran last year, and and it's a, like a it's like a um, reflection or maybe a. Um, how to say? Ah, uh, maybe the uh, allow me uh, like come back again. Like let me re- uh, like in a way revise back again. Yeah, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, that surah. So yeah. So I also aim to, I also aim to want to do taraweeh. Uh, for this full month of Ramadan. Yeah. Then alhamdulillah, I I think I'm I I I did it. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. And then, and then, um, yeah. Uh, unexpected thing was, uh, I was able to, uh, also have a like you know because circuit breaker right, so we are not able to meet our friends, but through Zoom and other platforms, we are able to still do sharing and do reciting of Quran, um, uh, and share this um knowledge um or beneficial things. Amongst our friends, yeah. So, 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 yeah. I never knew that, like, because, like, you like Allah says that you study a lot. I mean, you seek a lot of knowledge, but also you have to, you have to spread. You have to share it with people around you. So, uh, in a way, I didn't really real. I didn't really, uh, I didn't really like have this. Like, maybe I didn't really real thought that I will be able to, um. Give ah uh, give my sharing or maybe give a speech in du- during this Ramadan kind of thing, yeah. So so I actually had the opportunity to to share with people and also did um the Zoom kind of Quran whether 
be it like reading slowly or fast. Yeah. Yeah. So I think but, but I think it's the intention and the and the and the action that counts. Yeah. And also the the thing that we intend to share to benefit others. Yeah. And and yeah. Yeah, I think I think around that I think that's 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 around I think that's it. Yeah. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. Uh, I, I'm actually quite. Uh, actually, my goals were quite similar if yours. Uh, uh, trying to play Tarawi the whole month. That was a big goal of mine, lah. Okay, but anyways, let's not jump the gun for myself. Why not we go to Brother Ibrahim since he's uh the you know he we have a we had a one who is more experienced share. So why not we go to one of us, Brother Ibrahim? Okay. Uh, I like before before going into Ramadan itself. Um, the previous Ramadan, I wasn't able to play Tarawi very much. Um, so this year, one of my goals also, like what like Stasha Bina was to pray more Dharawe during the month. Um, and another one of my goals was to eat better during my both my pre-dawn meal and my iftar. Because uh, the first year, I was the, um, the, was the first time that I was fasting. So I wasn't used to waking up so early in the, in the morning to make my own meal and then to eat the meal. So, you know, like, because we sleep very quite late, so we try to wake up as late as we can, right? So when you wake up quite late, right, usually you don't have much time to make the meal. So you would spend much time, you, you would spend a small amount of time to, to make like a pretty, like to make a quick meal, lah, like, which usually isn't very healthy and which will make me feel, feel quite, um, sien, like feel, feel quite lethargic throughout the day. So I wanted to change that this year. So this year, uh, my goal was to cook, or at least to have a cooked meal um every single day, at least um every single pre-dawn meal. I, I could cook it in the morning, I could cook it the night before, then keep it in the fridge first. But to have the consistency and the discipline to do to to do that every single day. Uh, I mean, like worst case, you know, in in my my plan was okay. If I say like, I can do it five days a week, right? Then maybe two two days a week, I just have fruits for. I put on meal because you know, like, like I'm just too uh, tired from the night before to wake up extra early to make the food. So that that was one uh, food. Um, same thing for iftar. You know, we can since circuit breaker is in effect. Uh, a lot of we have a lot more time on our hands. So with a lot more, with that greater amount of time on our hands, I think one way to has to spend it well is to cook um, iftar also. Uh, so I spent I spent a lot of time this Ramadan in the kitchen. Uh, so that's one thing. Yeah. So that's one goal that I had for my my Ramadan this year. We've, so we we we've had Sister Ashalina's goal of praying more Taraweeh and also uh you know reflecting more on the verses of the Quran and also uh, Brother Ibrahim has shared with us you know uh, another side of, of things is uh regarding our daily routines our daily practices of preparing uh for sahur and iftar and also having a good state of mind uh, when you go uh, you know uh you know go through the day as uh, in the fit of fast so. Two different goals, and uh, I, I'm guessing everyone is very excited for the last one to share. So, what about you, uh, brother, brother Ali? Uh, what, what has your, you know, coming to Ramadan, what was your goal? Okay, Alhamdulillah. So, uh, this is my 12th uh, Ramadan, and 12 years ago, I did embrace Islam in Ramadan itself. So, every Ramadan is like my conversion anniversary. Uh, okay, so my goal for this Ramadan was, it's a very unique Ramadan for all of us around the globe. 
because most of us are spending our whole time of Ramadan at home. So, uh, well, I target, I aim to actually lose a kg a day. So in 30 days, Alhamdulillah, I didn't manage to lose 30 kg. Probably I gained 30 kg. Hi, Alhamdulillah, we call that Qadar Allah. Allah wanted it that way, so I could not uh, avoid that. Uh, okay, so talking about uh, Ramadan, for me, it's something very emotional when it comes to Taraweeh because I embrace Islam in Ramadan right after Ishaq prayer. So uh, technically, my first prayer in Islam was Taraweeh. So I always make it a point to tell myself that Ali, regardless what, uh, do not give up on your Taraweeh. Every day, somehow try to perform your Taraweeh because it's your first solat in Islam. And I was very pampered by uh, our fellow Muslim brothers and sisters because I grew up in the Royal Kam. Yeah, I volunteered throughout my life in the Royal Kam and after my NS, I joined them as a full-timer. So it's like everything's already there for me from Iftar to Taraweeh. So I don't have to put in my own initiative. So this year, Ramadan was very, was very different. I had to do Taraweeh all by myself at home. And I am, uh, I love reading, but I am a bit lazy when it comes to memorizing. So, uh, and given the fact that I've been always hanging around in the Rawakam and then work with my friends, school and all, I didn't really spend too much of time trying to memorize a lot of uh, surahs from the Quran. So quite similar to what Sister Ashalina mentioned earlier, we actually use this opportunity, this stay home uh, opportunity to actually memorize lots of surahs. So I try to at least focus more on Juz Amma and uh, probably read them throughout my prayers from Subuh to Isha and go live with Trawi. Yeah, something like that. And also, uh, Alhamdulillah, I think this year, uh, our former Mufti, Dr. Fatris Bakaram, he actually wrote a book, uh, but it's in Malay. As, uh, I can show it to you all. It's just here. So, Chubit Puasa, So, Chukup Rasa. Yeah, there's like 40 uh, topics all about stories and all about uh, very, which is very relevant to the uh, Ramadan. So, I managed to also so-called khatam the book. Yeah, I mean, Mamali isn't that good, but Alhamdulillah, with all the Google Translate and all, he helped me with the book. So, I, I think I did spend a lot of time reading in this Ramadan. Whereas, if it's not for this circuit breaker, probably I would be, you know, hanging around the bazaar and all. And on top of that, yeah, sorry if I'm taking too much, but on top of that, I, as uh, uh, Darokam staff, I managed to organize a daily pre-iftar sharing session. I personally felt that it would be very beneficial for me if I were to learn something prior to iftar because that one hour before iftar, it is a very critical hour. Yeah, it's a test for me. It can The one hour can be so draggy, it can feel like 10 hours. But you know, when you're in a state of learning Islam with a teacher and all, you don't really feel the time um, going slow and you don't really feel hungry anymore. And to share that benefit with everyone, I managed to make it an official event of the Rakam where we, buy, we had almost about 40 participants a day with about 20 to 30 converts. So I think that was something very different, learning something uh, prior to our iftar session every day. So Alhamdulillah, yeah, that's all. Uh, to wrap up, yeah, I did gain probably 30 kg in Ramadan. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. Yeah, so um, mashallah, all of you guys have had uh, pretty, uh, you know, different experiences given the given similar circumstances of Circuit Breaker. Uh, 
I, I think that uh, I, I think both Ashalina and also Brother Ali, you guys have kind of shared your experience, Ramadan experience already with your short sharing. So thank you so much. And, uh, you know, I, I think like what I can just take away from each of your sharing is that uh, I, I'm not too sure. Like, okay, why, why not you guys also enlighten me on this? Because you guys are, you know, 10 to 12 years. So me and uh, Brother Ibrahim, we are, we, are, we are still young, right? So like, do, do your goals like change? Like, from, as, as, you, know, at the, at, at, you know, at the beginning as a Muslim, as a new convert, you know, I'm still focusing on like my sahur, you know, what I eat and stuff, you know. But and and I'm of course uh brother Ibrahim also focusing on sleep and also some of his meals, right? Th- does it shift after after a few years, like to like more ibadah related? Like, do you guys notice that? Uh, because I no, I mean I used to I I used to like like in early early years of my conversion, I will like not to sleep because I know that I won't be able to wake up. Then like like those uh like so called you are like uh more into it you tend to be very lazy and you tend to get very tired so 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 after that i, I will think that sleeping is more important than waking up to eat but after that subsequently uh, like i mean people I, I mean we all need reminders so so they are uh, good people i mean good companions around me to say that saho is important need to wake up to, to eat saho because there's a lot of barakan in it so so I, I mean i try to wake up to prepare my own meal will be eat uh, conflicts or instant noodle or or like a cup of water i think yeah so uh, so so i mean i i did this i i mean i start to change uh, so so and i i really felt that i really felt that cooking is kind of thera- therapeutic or even baking <laughs> yeah so yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> but Ali would agree. Uh, I think he's, he's, he's nodding his head now. Uh, <laughs> maybe he has some cooking experiences he can share also in the month of Ramadan. Uh, I, mean, I know he does. Uh, probably when I was much younger, probably my 16 or 17, I used to have my cheat days where I would like to, I would try to sleep throughout the entire day. Wake up maybe just nice at 4pm, do my Zohor, Asr and just wait for Maghrib. I had those kind of cheat days before. But uh, as I grew and I start to learn uh, Islam through teachers and all, when I start Going back to those cheat days, I tend to feel very guilty, especially when I was to overshot in my sleep in a in a fasting day. I just feel like it's it's. I just feel something very guilty about, about it. Yeah, and also realize that while I'm fasting, it's much easier ever I read or learn from our teachers. I think our brain is more clear than, uh, you know, uh, normal other uh, other normal days. Yeah, yeah. That's all for me. Maybe brother Ibrahim have something to share about this. Do you do you have your cheat days as well? Uh, I mean, like, I, I, well, I, I, whenever I, okay, so, whenever I don't sleep early in the night, right, I usually feel quite bad the next day. So, I guess, like, that's a motivation for me. There's, there's like, a push factor for me to not have my cheat days, but, um, especially on, on, on weekends and when, you know, when you talk to friends, um, like, for, so, during this Ramadan itself, a uh, few of our friends, they were reciting Quran at like 1 a.m. too. So, like, you know, I wanted me to be a part of that. So, you know, for that night, I slept quite late. So, the, the, the next day, I slept through, 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 the, through the day. Uh, so, because I slept through the day, I guess this was the Tuesday. I woke up at like 3 plus, you know. So, uh, I mean, I, I don't think it's the best thing. Um, but, ultimately, if we do that, you know, uh, ultimately, I feel that because you're not perfect, you know, some days will be like that, but the best thing is not to uh, not go to sleep through the day, sleep through the night. Um, 
But I mean, I think taking a nap is okay. Just not like so uh, I think like in general uh, we have about three huge uh, main teams here la, for all three of us firstly is that unlike born Muslims uh, or even second gen converts where their Ramadan is you know together family la, it's very shaped by their family culture right so what time their family wake up they will wake up most of the time la. Uh, you know if their family pray Tarawi they will pray Tarawi yeah and you know if they have a if 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 uh you know ayah is at home then ayah will lead tarawi kind of thing, or ayah or abu or or you know uh, uh or abang you know so they lead tarawi. But for converts, it's very versatile. I would say a lot of changes because we we kind of work on our own schedules. Uh, we don't have a culture family culture to ascribe to lah. You know so. You start, you know, a, a lot of uh, you guys might be wondering why, you know, like we have so many changes in terms of lifestyle. It's because we're all alone at home. But Ali's at home at home, alone at home. But uh, sister Shalina is at home uh, alone also, uh, practicing, and also brother Ibrahim. So, uh, Ramadan for convert is uh, for converts are very interesting, uh. So it also brings me to my next point where like you see all of us like converts, right? Like being two years or ten years or twelve years or even just look at born Muslims, you know, community at large, uh, there will be times where we like have cheat days, but don't cheat the don't cheat the don't cheat the obligation lah. You know, you know, but might might not fulfill it to the best 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 of our abilities. You know, sometimes we falter, and and of course for converts and those those who are just starting on Islam, it happens often. Like trust me, it happens so often. You know, I I've had days where because it's my first time fasting, I don't know what validates or invalidates my fast. Right, I've had to. Pay back my fast after Ramadan because I I just like unknowingly invalidated it and I realized oh damn you know I'm not fasting anymore, so it it happens you know you, you can you you can make mistakes and and you can be lacking sometimes but of course you know give give yourself time you know uh sister Ashalina Bara Ali they are they are so experienced and now Alhamdulillah they are role models and 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 for us my, myself and Bara Ibrahim we are still trying we are on the way to get there so but but of course. You know, get to know people who who have walked the, the path further than we, we we ourselves have, and and start to see that they, they too have their have made their mistakes and learn from it. So it's it's only natural that we make our our mistakes as well. But always tell yourself that it's okay. You know, uh, I can still continue striving. Allah is the most merciful. So that's the second takeaway, and the third takeaway is something very special that I just uh just also came to mind that like, uh. I start to notice that like a lot of us, this this goes in Ramadan, right? Like wanting to learn a few surahs, like memorize a few surahs, or wanting to, uh, you know, have better meals and 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 also wanting to even you know lose weight. Like people don't really have those goals outside Ramadan, but it's really how special Ramadan is, you know, to to the Muslim community and even to uh, the dina as a whole. So, uh, one thing that we, Ramadan really taught me is that. And really, one thing that I carried from last Ramadan actually is that, like, for every Ramadan, it feels like it's my progress check, lah. Like, if I have not progressed as a Muslim from this Ramadan to the next Ramadan, right? Then I think I failed, lah. Like, for the past year, I failed. You know, then I have to relook at how I'm, uh, holding myself as a Muslim. So, uh, some it's it's some it's a, it's a time that is very special, lah. You know, we start to build new habits and and all. This is something that we talked about a lot in Convert Central now, previous episodes. And 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 truly, if you know, we we as as a convert, like what Brother Ali said, you know, try to learn more about the significance of Ramadan. Try to try to start seeing why it's so important, why it's so special, and and you start to love Ramadan. You know, you start to be sad when it leaves you, and you start to look forward to it as the as the weeks you know come come closer. So, uh, you know that that also brings us to uh, you know, my final question for all three of you. So, uh. 
from this Ramadan, I'm sure every Ramadan we have our lessons that we'll carry for us, you know, for the rest of our lives. And and for me, uh, this Ramadan was really taught me that that no matter how far I I stray from Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, He has always a path or many many paths for me to find, you know, my way back. And and truly, He He showed me uh, His mercy lah this month, and that's something that I will never forget lah. To never forget to 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 maintain my hope in Allah, even if I don't have hope in myself. So that was something that I, I will carry on for the rest of my life, inshallah. So for each of you guys, you know, given your own goals and experiences that this entire Ramadan, what is one lesson that you will take with you for the rest of your life, uh, you know, as a Muslim in your practices? So I, I think I think uh, since uh, Sister Shalina was the first one to share, she has a lot of time to think. About her lessons learned So inshallah We will get Sister Shalina To start sharing her goals first I mean uh, her lessons From this Ramadan first Um, thing to me is I think it, I think this Ramadan Also tests a lot of patience uh, Patience and also um, Like Because um, I lost I lost my I lost my uh, Therapy My pet uh, who, who I'm very close with so it's uh, also a very uh, very emotional Ramadan as well, yeah. Uh, but I think I think all these heartbreaks or um a lot a loss of someone you love, even your own pets. I think I think I think it's I think Allah is very merciful that uh He will always be there to guide you to tell you that it's okay. Like you you know like it's also a lesson learned uh, not to take things for granted. Like um like you um not to neglect those you love even your own pets or even those things that you cher you cherish and you you really love the most um uh, of course you you we we should we should also try try ourselves to love Allah more than um what 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 we love in this world yeah but but Allah uh, send all these things to us um for it is it, uh, for us to have this responsibility and and to love His creations. Yeah, and then secondly was I also realized that um whatever you uh, whether you are confident or you're not confident, if you know what's right and what's wrong, um just do it. Uh, no need to really hesitate. Yeah, I mean uh, of, of course like you know those those things if you know that it's wrong don't do it. If you know that it's it's uh it's correct at, and it, you it doesn't like uh. Make you feel guilty, or it's not. It's not like you are like um, offend Allah or His teachings. Then to me, I think it's okay. Just do it. Uh, no, no matter like because I think in this community, a lot of people uh, tend to be um, not sure or not very confident in what they are doing. Uh, for myself, I initially I also don't really um, know what I want, or maybe even now. But for me, I think. Um, as I grow older, <laughs> I think I tend to to think. I think, tend to think more, but at, at, I mean, at the same time, also to just go ahead with with the plans. I mean, yeah, just go ahead with the plans that you had in mind. Like because, like personally, I really don't really know what I want. Um, after studying my this diploma in child psychology or uh, education or educational psychology but but for me i want to continue it because i know that it will bring beneficial 
for future. So I just like go ahead and do it. Um, despite whatever people say that uh, you you uh, don't you know that you are not really capable of uh, certain things, blah blah blah. Then, but for me, just do just do lah. Just do doesn't matter. Just do. I mean, um, I think I think along this way it will really help you to tell yourself that okay, you you don't want. I I mean, it's not more more of what other people says, but what you reflect upon yourself. Okay, you don't want this thing to happen to you, so you try your best not to go into those uh, what those people says that you are like that or or those kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, the last one I forgot, but yeah, it's similar to this too. Yeah. I see, I see. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> inshallah, inshallah. I hope you remember. But uh, I think like whatever you just said is is really like. The spirit of Convert Central, all of us here, are, 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 you know, I've always told our team here, our beloved team here, that we are all learning on the go. So, you know, like, like, like what you said, we, we might not have expertise for podcasting, <laughs> we might not have expertise for maintaining an Instagram channel, but if it's good, then, like what you said, like, we should try, you know. And I think uh, most of us just got off a class uh, with SMUMS, uh, about uh, Tafsir class, and uh, Ustazah also mentioned about, you know, posting things on social media. Some people think that uh, uh, it's, it's like, Ria, like, why are you posting your good ibadah on social media? Don't you want to lose the tawab? And then, but then some people, you know, people or people think like, okay, la, it's my intention, my intention is good, then inshallah I will post. So, like what you say, the important thing is, whatever it is, like, know your own intentions the best. So that, you know, if, and, and I think, inshallah, uh, if and perhaps we, we will uh, be questioned and we have to be accounted for, then that we, we have to, you know, at least account our intentions, uh, you know, he knows best and this is my intention. If I had, uh, you know, caused people to think in a negative light, then uh, that is my mistake. Uh, but my intentions were pure. I cannot have a mistake in my intentions. So if I have the proper intentions and I know what is right and what is wrong, then if there's benefits, then we should go ahead and do it. Yeah, so it's a very it's a very convert central spirit. I think you should join our team, inshallah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. So so uh, uh, actually, I have, I have a funny story to share actually. So like what you said, uh, therapies and and you you've lost a beloved pet, and I can I can now relate to how uh devastating that must feel because just right before Ramadan, my mom brought a cat home, and I started to fall in love with the cat. And uh, mm-hmm. funny thing was that uh you know I just I got off the phone with uh, brother Ali. Uh, one or two days ago The first question he asked me was Your cat's still alive ah? So <laughs> <laughs> So I, I understand like well, You know I really love the cat And, and, and the cat's name is Suraira uh, She's been facing some health issues lah. So yeah. I keep always thinking like It's so sad if she has to go I don't know how I can cope with it lah. But always that will remind me that Okay it's a creation And Allah is the creator So as much as I love it Maybe it's role in my life Is to teach me how to love his creations and also you know in the event that he chooses to take them away they leave my life i have to also learn that through through a lot of beloved creation uh the importance of the creator in my life lah you know superseding all the other creations so alhamdulillah i'm sure brother ali asked that in in the um, in the spirit of uh you know just just catching no, up okay with guys me. but before that uh before prior to this cp i ever visited uh cable and place and i saw the cat it was already probably uh deteriorating and it's in already i think uh i uh, know they called it the nazat stage so that is why it prompted me to ask if it's still alive because i could at least read a, fa- a fatia for it you see yeah it's in my intention 
Yeah. You don't platform to sabo me, okay? In the ma'amalu vinyat, may you be rewarded by your intention, brother Ali. Alhamdulillah. So just a funny story. Nothing. Uh, nothing behind it. Don't have to read any more to it. Anyone who is listening, okay. But yes, uh, thank you so much, Sister Ashalina. And uh, we can move on to either Brother Ali or Brother Ibrahim. Would any of you guys like to share just one or two takeaways from this Ramadan that you will take with you for the rest of your uh, lives? One or two takeaways. I think um, this okay. The, so the previous Ramadan um, in, in the first year, um, I didn't have as much time as this year because this year we had the circuit breaker. Um, so my first year, I I said to myself, you know, after the end of Ramadan, that oh, I um I could have done so much more if I had so much more free time. But this year, when I had so much more free time, I wasn't able to do um what I thought I would have done if I had this amount of free time. So I think it has really showed me um the amount of discipline that I would need to I would need to have, and that um in life, you know. A lot of times we say, okay, if I had this, um, if this were, if I were to be put in this situation, um, I would be able to do this. I would be able to be able to do to do that. You know, if I if I just didn't have, if I just had that um, wealth, I would donate. I would donate it away. If I just had the time, I would use it to uh, do good deeds. I'll use it to um, seek knowledge. I'll use it to do volunteer works. But then when the blessing comes, you know, we don't always fulfill it to the best of our, our our ability or as we thought that we would. Um, I think this Ramadan has showed me that even though, yes, I I, I believe I did improve on compared to last year, but it wasn't as much as uh, I should have done in light of the amount of time that um, Circuit Breaker gave us. So this one takeaway that I would have is that uh, to not think to myself, okay, if I had this or if I had that before I were to embark or engage or start on a good, a good, a good thing. So it, just like in the current circumstance that I'm in, how can I make it feasible? How, how can I do so? Instead of saying, oh, if I was there, you know, I would do this. If I was like that, I would do this. So that's it. one takeaway. I see, I see. Thank you so much. And uh, maybe Brother Ali, you'd like to share your takeaway as well? Um. Okay, I th- I think I shared this with Brother Kim and actually just prior to Ramadan, I supposed to actually leave for my Umrah. Yeah, I did my Umrah two years ago. So, uh, and I actually bought all the tickets and I got my visa and all approved. But uh, right before, uh, I think a day, huh, Kevin? Right, uh, a day on, my, uh, on the eve of my departure, I got a message from Saudi Embassy that uh-huh, all pilgrims are banned from entering Saudi Arabia and I was uh, shocked by the news and I was uh, kind of affected because uh, my first Umrah was two years ago in Ramadan as well. Yeah, a lot of um, things happened in Ramadan for me and one of it was my uh, first Ramadan two years ago. So I thought of actually performing one more this year but unfortunately I wasn't able to and I was was very sad about it. Yeah, but I didn't look at it from uh, another perspective that not only I am affected by this, I think it's worse for those who actually reached uh, Jeddah airport and they had to turn back to Indonesia and all, you know, uh, they were in a more difficult state than I am. Uh, But I was quite sad. And then we came uh, into Ramadan with all the masjids being closed for us from entering the masjid. And I thought it's really going to um, affect me a lot and all other Muslims. But actually, uh, no, it was uh, entirely different for me because 
it was something uh it was a learning uh milestone for me to actually know that regardless whether we uh get opportunity to visit the house of allah prophet's mosque or whether do we even uh get opportunity to enter our local mosque our ibadah is not about where we are in the destination it's in our heart yeah we could be in Medina, but our mind could be all all uh all about work and other uh, dunya affairs but we could be stuck in our how in our homes today but our hearts could be with allah and the prophet i think that's um what matters most like i like to always tell my uh non-muslim friends that the difference between a muslim and a non-muslim especially my hindu friends i got a lot of friends who are Hindus. i would tell them that the main difference is that um islam is not about a religion of uh ritual rites yeah when we solat and we do things like this, it's not about ritual so uh regardless about uh having the in saudi arabia yeah it's just an icon but if one day or not even if the kaaba were to be de- to were to get probably flown away by a strong wind or whatnot our key blood will still be the saudi arabia so for muslims we should not be really affected by where we are so long we you know uh hold on tight to our iman and islam yeah and i think this ramadan has proven most of us that yeah we don't really necessarily need to be at the masjid with our tasbih on our hand to prove that we are close to allah wherever we are as we are in the state of our ibadah and we've we've got consciousness i think we all will be able to attain ma'rifah to 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 know allah yeah that's all alhamdulillah alhamdulillah and and i think that 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 lesson that you just shared uh would have never ever you know i think many muslims will echo the lesson that you just shared uh definitely and you know but th- that wouldn't have been even possible in normal circumstances uh. i think it would have been very very hard to came to have come to that conclusion so Allah really shows his sigma in, in the most difficult of times uh, how, no matter how we perceive it to be how difficult there's always sigma in, in, in his uh, in his qadr so Alhamdulillah thank you so much for all three of you guys to share uh, come and share your reflections I uh, really really uh, feel so blessed to have three of you come up with really really good reflections and, and, and such a good session to you guys I enjoyed it so much so uh we actually have a second session. Inshallah, we're going to film another podcast. Uh, and, and the podcast will just be getting uh, three or maybe four of us to share, you know, some of the most unexpected situations we have met as a, as, as a, as a convert. So, uh, we, we, we have termed it actually Chit Chat and Bandong. So, Inshallah, uh, we will end our episode here for our Ramadan Reflections. We have gotten a lot, a lot, a lot of content here today uh, for us to ponder upon all the way until next Ramadan. And then, Inshallah, uh, we will uh, see you guys again in our next episode. So let's just end this episode here with a tasbih kafara and uh, surah al-asr. Subhanakallahumma bihamdika ashadu an la ilaha ila anta astaghfiruka wa tubi ilaik. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Wal-asr innal insana lafi khus illa ladhina amanu wa aminu salihati wa tawasabil haqi wa tawasabil sabr. Thank you so much all three of you. And uh, inshallah we'll see you guys in the next episode. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.